Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Is Lit Sis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads a Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about, my rating, the synopsis of the book, and why I gave it the stars that I did. But if you like to read but not that much, you can go to Maddie Reads a Lot, where I write one little sentence about the book that I read and a small rating. And... Also, keep enjoying LitSys. Yes, and share LitSys, share our bookstagrams, and just share the book love. Happy quarantine, everybody. You know, I was going to say the same thing if I opened up. Really? So it just shows that we are one mind yet two people. But yeah, happy <laughs> Happy quarantine. We are actually together on this quarantine day, which is maybe breaking social distancing rules, but we have both been practicing not going to the store, not going anywhere public, just coming to our, going back and forth from our houses. And you know, it's it for me, it doesn't feel that different except I cannot go and treat myself to a coffee or whatnot. Ooh. Yeah, so it's it's it doesn't yeah it doesn't feel any different. I'm still taking classes, so it like, doesn't feel different that you're not on campus. Okay, yeah, no, that feels different. I'm saying it doesn't feel. It feels like I'm just on a break, like a really long break. Because on breaks anyway, I come over to Haley's house all the time and we hang out. Like we're literally like BFFs, so we spend a lot of time together. Don't mind the baby laughing in the background. Um, and so it just feels like I'm on a really long break, except I have schoolwork to do. So I'll come over to Haley's house in the morning, and she is with the baby, and he's sleeping, and I'm, like, working on homework. And so that's the only time it's felt really different. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's not terrible. Yeah. But we hope you guys are being smart and safe, and um, you are making sure that you are washing your hands, you are washing used <laughs> surfaces, you are door handles yeah door handles I've been, sink handles yep sinks yep it's just Life being switches. smart and being safe if you don't have to go outside then don't go but if you are one of the few who do go out and work and you are risking your lives to go work we very very much appreciate what you are doing and we just um hope that you are being safe and just yeah just thank you yeah, thank you guys so much, especially as I'm going into an essential field. Um, makes me nervous, but I'm also really thankful to be a part of such a such a, a job force that is um, a, ne- a necessity in these uh, kinds of situations. And thankfully, our families, I mean, you guys don't need to know this. It's not like you like, guys are like so intrigued, but none of our families are out. None of our family members are out of a job. They all have essential jobs. Um, so it's been 
not terrible. And I understand that probably some of you are um, filing for unemployment or you are struggling to get by. And we are definitely thinking about all those people and um, our our thoughts and our prayers got to as we all kind of struggle through this time. But today we are not necessarily talking about quarantine. No, but we are talking about how this season of being quarantined has affected our reading. If it has, if how it has, if it hasn't, just, just feeling like we have to at least acknowledge what's happening in the world around us and also how it's maybe affecting our love of reading or just like what we are able to do in our free time. Yeah, so this is not going to be a super long episode, but we just want to like catch up with you guys. Next week will be a longer episode because we're going to be talking about our March reads. Um, but today we just really want to talk about, because I've been noticing some reading habits been happening in my own life. Um, well, first of all, I want to say that I definitely haven't been reading as much as I thought I would on quarantine. Why do you think that is? Um, I think, well, one of it is because Haley and her husband, Max, introduced a new TV show to our family, <laughs> which is Love Island. So for any of you UK listeners, we're, um, I'm on season five. We started on season six. We're actually working backwards. Same with Haley and her husband. Um, and so they're on season four. We're on season five. Um, so very much in love with it. Very in love with the drama. Yeah, I we it. do not support their life choices or anything like that. We just think it's very entertaining. Yeah, like I don't think I'd ever go we're on not Love like, Island. We're not sponsors. Or Love Island does not sponsor of ours. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we're not like here to like say like this is the best kind of lifestyle you want to live. But I kind of think it's hilarious and funny and dramatic. Very entertaining. It is very entertaining. So part of my lack of reading has been I'm watching Love Island. Like my mom and I watch it like every night pretty much unless it's like the weekend night and then she's like let's watch a movie but for the most part we're watching love island a lot let's watch a movie called love island the sequel (laughs) (laughs) extended edition extended edition love island i bet you anything at some point we're gonna get back into downton abbey on this quarantine i think she wanted to she really oh i really want to watch it again we tried to we tried to watch it again but it's just when you're so in deep with Down- Downton Abbey goes so many places. You have and to really be ready for you, it. You have to be. And, like, when you come back to the pilot, you're just like, holy crap. Yeah. There's so much that goes on. I, How are we ever going to get to that? <laughs> yeah. like, there are characters that, like, die, like, really early on in the series that, like, you're like, oh, I have to, like. We have to go through, to all, go of through all of Maybe that. Maybe you should just jump in halfway somewhere, like season three, three or four. And honestly, I think best TV, every TV show's best season is like season three. Because you you're already invested in the, in, to the characters and the relationships. Good people have been set aside as good. Bad people have been set aside as bad. And it's about, you know, just kind of moving forward. I feel like consistently season threes have always been good seasons. But, but yeah. So anyway, we've been watching a lot of TV, which I honestly... Speak for yourself. Speaking for myself, I don't watch that much TV. However, in the quarantine season, I'm kind of for it for many reasons. But one of the biggest ones is that our minds are being just thrown around with statistics and facts and stress. And since I'm still doing school, like my brain is kind of always working and... Your brain is also working when you're reading. And not to say that, like, reading isn't comfortable and fun and relaxing, but it can it can cause you to use a little bit of brain power. And TV, especially reality TV like Love Island, kind of doesn't. That's true. So, like, when I'm exhausted and I feel like I'm scared of this world, Love Island is where I want to go. To a world where 
the biggest decisions that you have or who you're going to couple up with. Yeah, so that's kind of where I've been with a little bit lack of reading. I'm still reading, um, but it's just not as much. And um, I'm going to let Haley talk next, and then I'll kind of elaborate what my reading pattern has looked like because I've picked up on a pattern in this quarantine. Well, I'm excited to hear about the pattern. So for me, I... As we all know, I'm a lover of podcasts. Um, we even talked about like a season for podcasts, I think, or like seasons of not reading and what we tend to do when we're not reading. Um, and I love listening to podcasts. I'm actually quite behind on a few podcasts. I actually today, this is no lie, made a list of all the podcasts I like to listen to and the number of episodes I am behind on. So I put like how many I have to listen to of each one. I'm like, oh, I have six of this episode or this this uh, show. I have three of this show. I have one of this show. And so I'm just trying to, because I got pretty into one show in particular recently and I need to make sure I'm not forgetting about all my other ones. So in the quarantine time. I actually have not been listening to podcasts as much as usual, which is weird. Um, usually I'm up and about, I'm folding laundry, I'm, I'm making food, I'm, you know, just doing a lot of household chores. And the easiest way for me to feel like I'm multitasking, even though I really already am multitasking, is listen to a podcast while I'm doing it. Um, but for me, I've actually been, I feel like this year in particular, I haven't put this pressure on myself, like intentionally, but I really feel like I have been trying to read more books per month than I have ever before, um, which I have been doing. I, I would say, I, I think in my head, I try to give myself two or three days per book. Um, and it's not like, oh, it has to be done. But if it's been like the third day and I still have a little bit to go, I'm like, come on now. <laughs> so I think honestly for me, I've been doing a lot more reading because I have my son and during his nap times, what's the best thing to do during a nap? Peace and quiet read. So I'm able to try to pump out. He has two fairly decent length naps a day. And so during those times, I try to read. And like I said earlier, honestly, my schedule isn't that much different besides having Maddie around um, and having my husband around once in a while as well. Um, But and not being able to actually go drive anywhere. But besides that, um, like our daily routine at the house hasn't changed. So I would say just overall, I've been reading more in 2020. I don't think it's necessarily because of the quarantine though, but I, I, I do feel like I've been pumping out my book of the months. I've, I mentioned this earlier in the year, but I'm trying to read books that have been recommended to me or books that I have on my TBR that I've pulled out on my bookshelves that I just know like, this feels like the month for these books. Or I, I try to actually pick a stack. I wish we talked about this for memoirs. I pull some books for like each month. So I have like a stack that I'm like, you know what? I am going to try to get all of these books done this month. Or these are books that are catching my eye that I would like to try to read this month. I don't always stick to that or I don't always get all of those. But I definitely try to have some sort of pattern. Um, so that is what's been going on with me. So it it hasn't really changed that much. So I'm, I'm really interested, Mad, to hear what you have to say, because 
not being at school, would you say that that is hindering you or helping you be able to read more? I think not being at school has actually been helping me read more because I've also made myself this. I I, I stress out a lot quickly, very a lot quickly, quickly, a lot and very quickly. <laughs> um, and so I've kind of just given myself this desire and this goal to, and this is going to sound really cheesy, but to take a bath every day while I'm here because my life has changed so much. And also at school, I could never take a bath. So it's kind of like take advantage of the things that I can do. Um, so I've decided to take a bath every day and taking a bath is one of the ways that I love to read. Um, and so for me, I've been able to find a lot more time in my day to read one because when I'm at Haley's and the baby is sleeping, then we are both reading. Um, and then when I go home and take a bath, I can read in the bath. And so, (laughs) and so it's just really, really easy to get more pages out because when I'm at school, I honestly would only ever read like on Sundays and Saturdays when I had a bit more free time because I always had something to do at school. But now since I don't have to go to class and my professors aren't making us do like whatever Zoom be in class time, they just kind of give us things to do then I can actually do a lot of work during the time that I'd normally be in class. I can run during the time that I'd normally be in class. And then I'm usually at Haley's sometime in the morning. And it's really, really chill here, and I can just read. Um, So I definitely am reading more here than I am at school, but I'm also socializing a lot less here than if I was at school. Um, Which is, I mean, I'm socializing, but just kind of, you know, you understand, with the same people. So what would you say is this new pattern that you've noticed? Okay, so it's not necessarily a new pattern. It's definitely something I've done before. Um, but it's it's kind of a comparison of how I act at school versus how I act at home reading. Um, so when I'm at school and I'm trying to get through a book, I set myself a goal of like, okay, this book is 380 pages. I'm going to read a third of the book every single day for three days so I can finish it in three days. And I set that goal for myself because it's so much easier to do at school because it's like doing homework. It's like, oh, I also have to read 100 and whatever, 128 pages of this book today in order to finish it. So that is kind of how I am at school. But when I'm at home, I kind of do a pattern that is how I've read books basically my entire life, which is I start a book. I maybe read like 50 pages on the first day and then... I either barely read it the second day or I read like maybe another 50 pages. Like say this is a 300 page book. Maybe by day two I'm on 100 pages or I'm still on 50 pages. But then I go hog wild on on day three because I'm like, oh frick. If I don't finish this book today, it's going to take like Haley said, like we kind of time ourselves to have an average of three days a book. But then I say to myself, oh frick, it's day three. And I'm literally on day three with a book that I was reading yesterday. Yeah, it's crunch time. Um, So like literally yesterday was a a day three of reading a book after doing the first day I read about maybe about 40 pages. And the second day I got to page like 120. And the next day I like went hog wild and finished it because I just really, really wanted to. And so like that's the kind of... I'll either like read a little bit, then none, and then just finish it really fast. Or I'll read a little bit, read a little bit, and then again, just finish really fast. Um, And so that's just kind of the pattern I've been doing here is I'll like, 
I literally, there was a book well, with Anna Kay. I talked about how I was reading Anna Kay for a while. And then by the time, when I, once I got home, I literally was like, I read one day of like very little. And then like the next day I like finished the entire book. It was almost 300 pages in one day. So I, I think I just put that pressure on myself to like finish it. And then I just go crazy. I can see that. Yeah, so have you found yourself doing anything like that? I think I try to give myself 100 pages a day. Um, doesn't always happen, especially if naps are cut short or if I get distracted or if I... A lot of times I listen to a podcast to try and... Um, well, I'm trying to get my son to bed. And then once he's sleeping, I try to read. But sometimes I'm like, oh, this podcast... Only has like 20 minutes left. Let me finish that. Oh, the next episode. This is only 30 minutes. Oh, I can do that. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes don't stick to the 100 pages a day. But I really try to. And I think that's definitely helped me read more books than I have in the past. Yeah, I remember in like 2018, Christmas break, I got so good at reading like randomly like I'm good at reading but I got like really really consistent where I would come over to Haley's house at 11 a.m to go on a walk with her and her not her son her son didn't exist then her and her dog um and so but before then I would wake up I would I think I'd go on a run and then I'd go to this local coffee shop and I'd sit there with a coffee and read 100 pages of a book and then right I would do it and time it perfectly that I'd get to Haley's at 11 and then we'd go on a walk. Like I was like, bam, like so scheduled. I was really good and I got through books so quickly because I would read at least 100 pages before 11 a.m. And then any additional pages I read was just helping me get through the book faster. So I don't know if I need to start implementing this again, but I'm really disappointed in I, my performance in January was fantastic because I didn't have any schoolwork. And then now in February and March, I'm, I'm just disappointed again. I know because we are trying to have like a book club that we've talked about and Maddie's currently reading the book club book and there's this other book I really I'm wanting to read but Maddie also has it and I want to read it together but she's got all these other books on her list for and you're doing your monthly like theme stuff so it's like so there's at least a solid two or three books that Haley and I want to read together. And I'm like, no, well, that doesn't hit my theme till July. Yeah, and that's like so frustrating because I'm like in the mood to read them sooner rather than later. And stuff I'd read with Haley, I definitely would. Oh, sorry for the baby. But stuff I'd read with Haley, I would definitely like break my theme for. Because like our book club book doesn't fit in my theme for this month. But I'm still reading it. But the one thing that I keep thinking about with this quarantine is the fact that how many writers are currently cooped up in their houses thinking to themselves, you know what I should do? I should be the first (laughs) writer to publish a book about the coronavirus quarantine. Are you talking about you? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not that cheesy. Two coronavirus victims fall in love in the hospital. I see you. That is one. Let's, let's think of all the, the ways this could go. That's one. Another one I'm thinking of is two people go on a date, like, right before coronavirus spikes in their city, and they can only go on one date, but they both really like each other, and so they get to know each other through FaceTime, and then one of them gets coronavirus. And, and you're going to say they both get quarantined, and they can't leave, but they don't know each other, and then they get to know each other. That would be another good one. See, now we're on to number three. <laughs> um, uh, another one could be about how a family gets, c- comes together or gets torn apart because of coronavirus. That's four and five. Yeah. 
I mean, it's endless. I'm sure that there's gonna they're gonna show up because I also feel like because that since this is such a you would think because this is such a recent event that it wouldn't happen, but it will. Everybody is trying to be. They might disguise it as something some, else, but something we else. know the true inspiration. It comes out nine months after coronavirus quarantine. And we're like, hmm, there's a different type of quarantine baby happening here. <laughs> um, no, but I keep thinking that in my head. Like, they're like Rita Skeeter, like ready for the, just ready for the drop. Mm-hmm. But. I also was thinking too. People, a lot of people are at home with their children and are homeschooling and doing lots of activities with their family. So, like this guy is with us. Um, and it makes me think, like, you would think since you're home and you're not working, oh, now I've got way more time to read. But your time is being filled with something else. And so I would just challenge you guys, if you are having a, finding, a hard, finding it hard to find time to read, try to just set that goal for yourself of however many pages a day or a chapter a day or even just giving yourself 20 minutes. Like, how do you with taking a bath every day? Like, that could be like, this is my time, you know, to read. Like, don't interrupt mommy or don't interrupt daddy or roommates. This is my yeah. time to, to... Or to your parents. Or parents. This is my Mother time to just reflect. And, you know, have some quiet time to myself, whether that be in the bath or just in a room with a cozy blanket and a coffee or something Yeah, in the time in which our minds and our emotional states are so um, high and rough, just take time to really find the thing that just will make you feel good. Like, you could be like me or Haley where it's like, you know, reading is really, really important, but you could also be like, I like podcasts or I like TV. Woo! Podcasts! Woo! TV! Yeah. Woo! I hope you guys... I also listen to podcasts. Like, I know. And Haley also watches TV, so we're not, like, just saying that either of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but f- just honestly, like, and if you get through this entire quarantine period and you didn't read a single book and you normally read, a, like, a bunch, mm-hmm. it's okay because we are all in this together. We're all in a difficult time in this world together. Um, we're going to stick, stick it through. Yeah, so speaking of... Reading and sticking it through. <laughs> sticking through it, I mean. <laughs> what are you sticking through your head, through your eyeballs of story? <laughs> what the crap? What are you reading? <laughs> um, well, I just finished a book yesterday, um, and so I was... You did? I did. What book? I finished A Good Neighborhood yesterday, um, and that was, what, um, was our book of the month book for our book club. Um, and so now I'm just kind of... I didn't realize you finished it. I thought you were still reading it. I finished it in the bath. Oh, you see? I see. Um, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'll have to inspect my book to make sure there's no watermarks. Have or... you noticed anything on Anna Kay? I haven't looked Perfect, and there's no watermarks. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of debating between... So there's another book that was kind of like the second choice for our book club called Writers and Lovers by I Don't Know Who It Is. Um, Do you want me to look it up? If you want to, truly. Hold on. I'll look Um, it up. uh, But that is one option that I'm considering reading. Um, I haven't really chosen yet. Um, Or I have other Mm. lists of... I'm in YA for the month of March. Lily King. Lily King. Writers and Lovers by Lily King. Um, And then there are are a couple other ones that I'm still debating on. Um, I'm guessing that I'm going to go with that one, though. Haven't started it yet. Haley, what are you reading? 
Well, you're going to have to let me know if that is a good book or not. Because it reminds me of a few books that I've read last year. And, like, it feels, it seems and feels kind of like an Eleanor Oliphant. A little bit of, like, um, How Not to Die Alone. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Okay. So let me know how that goes. I will let you know. So I'm currently reading a book. So like I said, I'm trying to read books that have been on my shelf for a while. And I bought this book, I think, a year or two ago. I think you've recently talked ago. about it, haven't you? I think I have. Um, and it's the second book in the Chronicles of Alice series by Christina Henry. And it is called Red Queen. So it's essentially about, it's like a twisted horror Alice in Wonderland story. <laughs> and, Lovely. Yeah, so second book right now, she has escaped this city. Really? Do you know what it's about? It's a little PG-13 for you. You're not even one. You're not even the first part of 13. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it definitely, like, the first book was very gory and very dark and really good, but just more, I don't know, just intense. So I'm interested to see where, like, because Alice in the first one is, like, in an insane asylum. And oh, there's, like, Whoa. a fire. And the there's crap? this this guy who eats women, children, girls. What? Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, so, but it's good. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. So the second book, I'm not, I'm not super far into it. Um, but let's see how it goes. And I'm excited to dive into it because, like I said, it's been on my shelf for quite some time. Exciting. It's a perfect it's a perfect length too. It's a little under three hundred pages, I think. Or maybe it's over three hundred pages. It doesn't seem that big. So I'm hoping to read it pretty quickly and then I can pump out at least one more in the month of month of March. In the month of March. <laughs> yeah, month of March. Pop one out of the month of March. Oh man. That is that has just made my day. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, just let us know how you guys are doing during this quarantine time. I hope you guys are being able to spend time with family or um, if you live with roommates and spend time with those friends. Or if you're working, that you're being safe and you're just being smart with washing your hands and 20 seconds for everything. 20 seconds. I cannot emphasize this enough. Yeah. Wash them for 20 seconds. Do not touch your nose, face, eyes, or mouth without touching, without first cleaning your hands. But try and avoid it at all costs. Um, yeah, so thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. <laughs> Stay safe, everyone. <laughs> Maddie, like, say, nope, this is, this is mine. <laughs> Excuse me? Fatty, did you poop? I don't know, but there was. We'll have to check. Gas. But like Matt.